welcome to the Find That Thing podcast, where we find that thing that lights your soul on fire, that thing that you were made for in this world and that just drives you from the inside out and brings you to life. My name is Emma Campbell. I'm a purpose coach, mama, nature loving, stubbornly optimistic, dorky child at heart. Here you can expect juicy mindset bites, stories, silliness and seriousness and everything in between. One thing I do promise is to make you smile. I'm here to give you permission to own your true purpose, to do what you truly want to do in this world and be the person that you were before the world told you who you should be. Because it's never been so easy than right now to do what makes your soul shine. So let's soak up some of that awesomeness that this world has to offer and help you find that thing that sets your soul on fire and bring it to life. Hello, 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 beautiful people. So excited to share this episode with you, building on the last episode from last time, which was all around celebrating my first 10K month in my business since returning from maternity leave after having our second little munchkin hazel and really celebrating the fact that This is something that I had never thought possible for myself, um, you know, one or two years ago and basically celebrating the story of if you caught it on Instagram, I shared, (laughs) I was doing a celebration Sunday post and I said, it's celebration Sunday and today we're celebrating me because usually I do these posts on all of my wonderful and incredible clients and I said, Two years in business, two babies, 10K months in 15 hours a week or less than 15 hours a week. And this was a really monumental celebration for myself. And I was so, so grateful to have so much support around that. I think it was one of the the most highly seen and uh, witnessed posts that I've ever shared on um, Instagram. So if you don't follow me on Instagram, I'm I'm at Emma underscore Lou underscore Campbell. Come and come and say hello and send me a DM if you're around. And it was really really beautiful to to move through a bit of the resistance that was existing around sharing a financial win. Because in the past, I I haven't been much of a money-focused person, uh, a money-driven person. I was, I guess it was an area of my life which I just never really gave too much thought. And the more that I've stepped into doing the money mindset work and really recognising what money is and shifting some of my outdated beliefs about money being greedy and money being bad to talk about or money being bad to want, which is, you know, past very outdated conditioning from childhood and society and old stories about the, 
you know, the, the people who have the most money being those who are selfish and greedy. You know, a lot of the stories that we see on the news or in movies as kids um, and even in our families, you know, that's they're the sort of stories that you hear a lot. And so I had to really move through a lot of these old stories in order to move forward and I guess re redefine what money means to me and, and why it is ultimately so important. And depending on where you are in your money mindset journey, some of this might be like really, really obvious and common sense to you. Like, yeah, of course, money's really important. Um, how would we get by if we don't have money? How do we pay the bills? How do we go on holidays? How do we do all the things? Or if you were anything like me, you, you may have not just given it too much thought. You may be quite a, a purpose-driven heart-driven person who who thought that in order to be a good person in the world it required being selfless it required being you know a really good heart-centered person who was always focused on giving to others and never really asking too much in return and that if you did and if you did charge your worth or ask for more money or ask for a pay rise or increase your prices that this would make you a money hungry selfish person so if that's where you're at gosh i just totally feel for you i i know that place all too well and i see you and i witness you and if you're up for it i would love for you to to hear how i've worked through some of these things and and see if coming out the other side is something that feels interesting to you, something that spikes a bit of curiosity and something that, you know, you're willing to be open to explore a different way. So today that is essentially what I want to do because the last episode was a lot about celebrating and uh, talking a bit about the resistance that I moved through and what those specific pieces of resistance were in order to get to to celebrate these 10k months with you and today i want to share how i did it because i've got a very specific and i would say relatively unique approach to how i work and how i manage to keep everything going with so much energy and excitement and purpose and passion um, so today I'm going to share with you eight of my strategies for accelerating your growth towards whatever that next financial milestone is for yourself. If you've just started a new business and you, you may be at the, <laughs> sitting at the, the zero to a hundred dollar mark, that's totally cool. You know, maybe this, these are some tips that might help you move towards the 5k month mark or even the the 2k month mark or if you're already bringing in a beautiful little income perhaps it's it's thinking about what's that next that next goal for you and thinking about which of these strategies could be really helpful for you in moving towards that so here we go the first one i wanted to share was what my actual mindset work process looks like so doing the mindset work, the mindset work has to happen every single day. 
And in terms of what that looks like for me, it's about tuning in to, and this might this might sound like a bit of a, an interesting one for you, but tuning into how you're feeling, tuning into your emotions and tuning into your energy. Because every single emotion and feeling in our body comes from something, right? It comes from one place typically. And do you know what that place is? Do you know where do our emotions come from? Like what drives our emotions? What drives how we feel? It's our mindset, right? It's our thoughts. And if we're thinking pretty crappy thoughts, if we're thinking quite self-defeating and disempowering and unhelpful thoughts that are making us feel like crap, then that's going to lead to us feeling pretty, pretty horrible about ourselves versus thinking really empowering and helpful and supportive thoughts is going to lead to us feeling pretty awesome, right? So the way that my mindset work often goes is I, I take the emotion as the message, as the trigger, that something is going on a little bit deeper within me that is resulting in me not feeling too great. Because if the thoughts are great, I feel great. If the thoughts aren't so great, then I feel pretty crap. So when I did go to share this 10K month celebration, I noticed in my body that there was some tightness. There was some constriction. There was some fear and some anxiety there. And so I, I stopped before I took too much more action because in the past I would have just tried to override that and just tried to take action anyway and just like push that emotion down, <laughs> which never really helps, does it? It just contributes to more, more anxiety. And I, I stopped in that moment and I said, oh, this is interesting. I've just had my biggest month yet. And I'm feeling funny about it. Like I'm feeling some tightness in my body around it. What the hell is going on there? And so I took that emotion as my trigger, as my, my message to, to dive a little bit deeper and to understand what could be going around there. And that's when I started doing some journaling. So I got, got the old journal out, dusted it off and asked myself the question, what am I most afraid of? What is blocking me here? What's coming up for me? How am I feeling and what is causing those feelings? And I just did a big download and I started to unpack what some of those thoughts were or some of those beliefs that were that were holding me back. <clears throat> and then from there, from there, once you've actually got clarity on what those thoughts are that are holding you back, and, you know, for me, mine were, mine were some um, outdated beliefs around money, money being bad, money being greedy, money being um, a selfish thing to, to talk about or to want. That's when you can start to shift them. 
and you can choose more empowering, aligned, exciting and awesome beliefs which are going to be more aligned to the results that you ultimately want in your life. And I know for me and at the stage that I'm at in my business and with my family and with my purpose and and everything that I, I want to achieve through from a personal level as well as a professional level, I know that financial resources are literally the make or break to me being able to build the foundations of my of my business to call in the support that I'm going to need in order for me to up level and in order to step up in order for us to go on beautiful camping trips and adventures with our family in order for me to be able to shower my mum and my dad and my husband and my kids in presence in order for for me to be able to buy beautiful sustainable like gorgeous flowy clothes that make me feel really good and in order to invest in the technology and the platforms that are going to allow and enable me to continue to share my work with a greater audience and and expand my impact and I recognized that I had some weird blocks around that and that if they were the, all the things that I wanted which was, you know, to have fun with my family and expand my impact and really enjoy the work that I was doing more and more, I realised that my old beliefs weren't aligned with that ultimate vision. So I picked new ones. I picked new beliefs that were ultimately going to serve my greater vision in a better way. So that's the first one that I wanted to share is doing the mindset work and having a practice around that, like a daily or a weekly practice, which allows you to unpack the beliefs that aren't serving you and create new ones. And then having a bit of like an integration process for how you can continuously strengthen those new beliefs. Because ultimately at each new stage of your life, of your career, of your business, of your parenting journey, as you grow, your beliefs are going to need to grow as well. The beliefs that served you back then aren't going to be the beliefs that serve you going forward. So in order for you to shift and evolve and up level, it is going to be a process of understanding which ones are helping you and which ones aren't helping you. And that the biggest trigger for knowing whether you might have a belief that is not aligned and that is not helpful is checking in with how you're feeling in any moment. And if you're feeling crappy, constricted, tired, all of the things, then it's well worth doing a little self self-discovery inventory. (laughs) So that's my first one is do the mindset work. My second one is around doing and choosing my purpose work every single day and being led by something bigger than me. So for me, purpose has been my anchor. It's been my rock. It's been my energy source. It has literally been the spark which has kept 
the fire and the energy alive within my business, my family and myself. And for me, you probably hear me talk about purpose a lot and I want to share with you what purpose actually means to me. Because for me, purpose, purpose is love. Purpose is love. Purpose is about giving back and connecting with people who perhaps need some help, who are in need. And one thing I know for sure is that there is no stronger and more beautiful emotion in the entire world than the emotion of love. And that when you love someone, when you feel that like thread of connection and love to another person, whether it's your family, whether it's your little, your little kids and even myself right now just thinking about Oscar and um, picturing him in front of me or a little hazy, I can instantly feel my heart just open a little bit more and activate and it just brings like beautiful, warm, warm emotions, like calming and, and giving emotions, right? So this is the power of purpose is purpose is about connecting and giving. And it's finding something, a cause, a reason, a mission that's bigger than you, that you care about so much that it elevates you out of your fear. It elevates you out of your stuckness and helps you rise above. It fills you with the most delicious, gooey, amazing energy of love. And it's ultimately contributing and serving to something which is not only going to benefit the world and the people around you and that is so needed in this world, ultimately it also serves you like purpose is both selfless and selfish because when you give you feel pretty bloody good don't you so it's it's a it's a really really powerful tool and it's something which when you do the purpose work when you do it properly and you dig deep enough into what that ultimate like solid grounding anchor is for you around purpose it is your north star and it is something which will give you clarity and insight and strength and power and all of the good things all of the energy in the world you know that that really is it's the it's the limitless energy power spot so for me that has been something that I have come back to always because my cheeky little mind as our minds do the ego the inner critic whatever you want to call it our inner critics can get can let's not say get in the way but they can get pretty loud at times because they're driven by fear right so whenever we're stepping outside of our comfort zone Often the mind, the ego, the inner critic, that little chirpy voice in our head, that guy can get really loud because he's feeling scared. He's feeling out of his comfort zone. He's feeling like he's in a place of the unknown and he's in a place of uncertainty. And when we're in a place of uncertainty, 
it can be really, really scary because it's uncertain, right? It's the unknown. We can't control the unknown because we don't yet know what it looks like. So being able to ground in something which is bigger than you and it's bigger than fear, such as your purpose and your purpose work and really anchoring into the strength of that, when that inner critic gets loud, being able to come back to your purpose and your purpose work is something that will like plug you back into your power source. It'll help you rise above and elevate above that and ultimately take the right action that needs to be taken. It's the most powerful thing that has driven my business forward in such a beautiful way. So that's number two for you, doing my purpose work and being led by something bigger than me every day. Number three, this is a tricky one, but it's ultimately very, very important and one that I, I consistently need to work on every single day because it's a bit of a muscle. And that is about epic, ridiculous prioritizing of what's most important. And in this case, I want to refer to the 80-20 rule. You may have heard of the 80-20 rule in, in a different sort of sense, but I want to talk about what the 80-20 rule means in this case. And that is identifying the 20% of effort that leads to the 80% of results in your business or in your life or in your career. So I'm going to say that again. It's about identifying what are the things that you do that require 20% of your effort, but you know that they lead to 80% of the results and the impact for your business or your career. I think you'll ultimately quite instantly know what some of that 20% is for you. And when you can identify what those core tasks are or those core strengths that when you use them, you know that it moves the needle point forward in the strongest way. When you can identify what that 20% is for you that gives you the 80% of results, that's when you can really move the needle point forward in a really, really accelerated and rapid way. So say, for example, with my business, I've identified what I've heard once referred to as the vital few, the vital few. So the three things which are absolutely vital to my business moving forward. And for me, that is relationships. So building, strengthening, nourishing relationships and connections in my life. I love people. I love meeting new people. I thrive on hearing people's stories and I literally love the process of, I don't like the word networking, but I, I love meeting new people and hearing their stories and helping connect them to ultimately to what they want. So when I say relationships, that's what that piece is for me. My second one is about creation, so content creation. And ultimately, my podcast is my, my greatest um, content creation piece. So ultimately, if I looked ahead to my, my calendar for the week 
And I looked at all the millions of things that I've got to do and I started to feel some overwhelm coming up, like looking at all the emails, looking at all the WhatsApp messages, looking at looking at all the to-dos that I've got in my Asana board. The one thing that I'll always come back to is making time for and prioritising my vital few no matter what no matter what. And I do a check-in with myself at the start of every week to understand what are my priorities for the, this week? What are my MITs? My MITs, which stands for most important things. And I build, like time block those three things into my diary ahead of time. And I will always make time for and always prioritize my vital few. So my first one being relationships, because one, I love building relationships and two, relationships build your business. It's the people around you that help you, help connect you to, to what you most want and need. And it's the people around you that are going to make your journey so much better and so much easier. So for me, the first one is relationships. The second one is content creation, such as a podcast. And the third one is doing what I call my CEO check-in or my higher self check-in. And that's when I work on the business as opposed to in the business. And I prioritize this for a Friday morning. And I have my five questions, my five to thrive, my five to thrive questions, which are essentially a continuous improvement evaluation process, which enables me to look at my business with a bird's eye view. So actually look at it from above and do a bit of an audit or do a bit of a review or a check-in on how it's all going. You know, what's been working well? What hasn't been working so well? Am I on track? Am I doing all the things that I promised myself that I would do? If not, what needs to change? Be honest, you know, be true, be ruthless. What needs to change? And what are your commitments for next week? What are your priorities for, for next week? You know, doing that CEO check-in is something that's going to have the greatest impact going forward because it's going to make some massive impacts. So when I talk about the 80-20 rule, it's about identifying what is your 20% that leads to the 80% of results and impact. Number four is about going deep on my unique point of difference and intrinsic strengths. So my question to you would be, do you know what your unique point of difference is and do you know what your intrinsic strengths are that really set you apart from someone else are? You know, do you know what your zone of genius is that when you play in this place, that that's when the magic really happens? So your point of difference for me is about coming back to your purpose it's linked to your purpose. You know, that is the uniting core that brings it all together. And when you've got clarity and commitment to what that unique point of difference is, so that, you know, if someone was talking about you when you weren't in the room, 
Would you know what they would say about you and your business when you're not around? You know, that's your unique point of difference. It's your story. It's what you're known for and it's what sets you apart and it's how people would describe you to another person when you're not in the room. So it's also about identifying what the, what those natural intrinsic strengths are for yourself and really, first of all, knowing what they are and then owning them and letting yourself really, really play in this place and step into your full power in those areas. And for me, this was a real process because I, I only recognised what my true strengths were probably about a year or two ago. And before that, I was stuck on trying to be someone else, trying to fit the mould of what I thought would be recognised in the workplace and what I thought was seen as successful. For example, I used to think that it was really, really great and it would be really recognised if I could be seen as someone who was super logical and strong and process-oriented and, you know, could get all the things done without any fuss and without any, um, without any emotion really, like just someone who could be really logical and analytical, which went against the grain really of my soul blueprint, right? Like at the heart of it, I am just a big ball of love and positivity and emotion. And when I'm at my best and when I'm at my strongest, it's when I'm letting myself be myself, right? It's when I'm being silly. It's when I'm tuning into my emotion and into my intuition and connecting with people at a soul, heart, deep level. Like it's that, it's, it's that ability, which is part of who I truly, truly am, that when I step into that, it really enables me to shine and to move forward. So I would ask you, do you know truly what your unique zone of difference is or your unique zone of genius? Or are you playing to someone else's, someone else's conditioning or someone else's mould of who you should be in order to thrive? Number five is around taking consistent, messy and inspired action. So this can be really tough when we're, when we're not feeling like we're at our bright, brightest and most sparkly selves. But this is something that has really helped me move forward no matter what. And that's about committing to taking the action, even if it's not perfect, every single day. Because knowing that when we do, we learn, we grow, that it's about progress, not perfection, progress, not perfection, progress, not perfection. Because if our goal is perfection, We'll never take action and we'll never grow and we'll never move forward, right? So this one is around taking that imperfect, massive, inspired, messy, beautiful action and coming from a place of soulful, heart-led action. Number six is my expansion strategy. 
And that is around building self-trust and expanding through energetic visioning and mindset practices. So this is one that I've really been stepping into a lot lately and I'm learning more and more about it, but it is definitely something which has enabled me to stay at a, I guess, a, a high vibration, excited, positive space, even through a lot of challenges, a lot of challenges. And this is a practice of connecting in and meditating and visioning and mindset practices which enable and strengthen a connection to one's higher self or future self or better or best self someone who is a evolved higher more mature more wise version of you someone who already has all the answers Someone who is already you, however, she's just a version of you who has already moved through all of the challenges in your life that you are coming up against. So being able to connect in with this person, to visualise her, to connect in with her energy and her state and her emotions and her body and her her way of seeing the world, like her mindset. When you are able to access that place, you have limitless wisdom and experience and knowing and all the answers to the questions that you have ever had about your life all become clear. So this is one of the practices that has definitely grounded me and, and moved me forward in my business. And it's a tricky one to describe how it works, but if any of you guys are curious or want to hear what my practice looks like, feel free to send me a DM on Instagram and I'll, I'll share it with you as best as possible. But someone like Joe Dispenza is a really great leader in this place who is probably the, probably the smartest man that I've ever come across. He's like a neuroscientist, an endocrinologist, a quantum physicist and, oh, my gosh, all the things. Um, but, yeah, like I, I love I love having chats in the DM. So please do send please do send me a message at Emma underscore Lou underscore Campbell and I would be more than happy to share my practice of that with you because that's, that's the practice that's going to help you take those big leaps forward, right? the real like expanded, unexplainable leaps forward. So that was my number six. Number seven is about having a really simple yet clear strategy, which is all focused around one thing, serving my purpose. So for me, that simple yet clear strategy revolves around understanding my value ladder or I don't like the term marketing funnel, but I think it's a really great analogy for understanding the customer journey and how someone comes to first come across you and then how they move through a process of understanding more about who you are, wanting to engage with you and work with you at, at different levels in your business. So having a really simple yet beautifully delicious and clear 
you know, deep strategy, all focused around one thing, which is serving my purpose. That has been really, really nice and grounding to know what that looks like and what it's ultimately all coming back to. Number eight, lucky last number eight is support. Support, 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 support. Oh my gosh, I am just so lucky to have so much incredible support in my life and in my business. I've got the most incredible friends who are deeply supportive. My husband is just my biggest fan in the most beautiful way. And he's always been so supportive and believed in me and my potential and my abilities way before I ever thought anything was possible. He's always been the type that, you know, when I first started my business right at the start and I literally had three hours a week to work on it on a Saturday morning, (laughs) he would go and take Oscar out for a walk and, you know, make sure that I wasn't interrupted from that period on a Saturday morning from 9 till 12 p.m. where I would sit in the little nook of my my desk area back before we we hadn't renovated our house and it was this tiny little corner of a room and our house, like, literally only had one big room. It was like a kitchen slash lounge room slash dining room slash bar room slash office like it was all in one area so in order for me to do some work at the office it meant he had to actually like take everyone outside and so anyway that was a bit of a tangent so I've had so much support from my hubby and from my family like my mum my mum was the first person to to actually lend me a little bit of money for me to invest invest in my first marketing coach and I remember saying to her at the time I am going to pay you back mum I am going to pay you back I promise and she did not care I have got to pay her back which is amazing but she did not care whether I did or not and she just she just supports me so much and sees my potential and she she doesn't she doesn't probably doesn't always like truly deeply understand what the hell this whole like online coaching business thing is all about but that doesn't matter right like I think that's why our family and our parents are so bloody beautiful because while they don't understand it they know that it means so much to us and so they're willing to support us in that uh what else was I going to say oh and I mean a really really massive support part has been my coaches like never without a coach in my journey and I have invested in so many amazing coaches like Sammy um Sammy Fletcher Ellie Swift Ruby Lee I've got mentors so I'm working with um one of the the best coaches in WA at the moment. I've got a coach for my personal life called Beth. I've got a coach for my business and my mastermind. I've just got so, so much support and I'm constantly investing like a really good chunk of money into it because one, I love it. Like I just enjoy the process of growing and learning and having someone who's on my team and seeing, you know, seeing where I'm being held back and seeing where I could be growing further and holding me to account in my higher self and, you know, bringing me back to what's true and real for me. 
and you know having someone that's just going to be guiding you and who who's done it before and who can who can help keep you on track when when all the things are happening and you know like none of this would have been possible without the 17 million courses that I've also done along the way and coaches and mentors and everything like that so 100% the support piece is so important I've got a I got a I've got an incredible VA um, who's just taking like leaps and bounds and steps up in terms of what she's able to to help support me from the ground the ground level up, and I've got an incredible nanny who I'm going to bring, be bringing on as part of our, our household and business team in order to support support the whole family and and business in a greater way, and gosh, just the what I have learned is that the more I trust and let go and allow in the support that really wants to come in, the easier and freer and more beautiful things get. And I'm still learning that that trust muscle, like I'm still learning how to to let go and to trust that everything's going to be okay. Because in the past, I have been someone who is probably quite controlling, I guess, without realising. Like, I like to kind of know what's going on. And um, I think that comes from a bit of an ambitious achiever part of my personality. So the process of being able to trust and let go and know that it's all going to be okay and that I am ultimately supported in you know, whatever I'm striving to do, that in itself has been an incredible win. And I think it's going to be the, the, the challenge and, you know, learning journey of my life, that's for sure. <laughs> so these are my eight strategies for accelerating your growth towards your next financial milestone. And I guess the first one that I didn't say in there is, you know, setting yourself a financial target. Like, what is next for you? What are you currently calling in and bringing in? And what's your next big leap? What's your next level that you want to be able to to move and expand up towards? Because once you've defined that number, it's amazing how things just slowly start supporting you to move towards that in a much easier way. So to recap those eight strategies is one do the mindset work do the mindset work two is knowing your purpose and choosing your purpose work and being led by something bigger than you every day and coming back to that whenever you're feeling scared or fear or doubt number three is epic prioritizing of what's most important. So employing that 80 20 rule to understand what is your vital few? What are the three things that are going to move the needle point forward for you in your business in the greatest way? Number four is going deep on your unique point of difference and your intrinsic strengths and what makes you different. Number five is taking consistent yet beautiful, messy, inspired, soul-led action and showing up even if it's not absolutely perfect because you know the progress and the growth that's going to come from it long term. Number six is building self-trust 
and expansion through energetic visioning and mindset practices. Number seven is knowing your simple yet clear strategy focused on serving one thing, that that being your purpose. And number eight is allow in the support, allow in the support, which is going to allow you to rise, which is going to allow you to elevate into your next level. Accept the support, look for the support, call it in and then celebrate it when it arrives because it is there to help serve you and move you forward, move you upwards and into your highest, truest, most expanded potential. And that's ultimately what we're all here for, right, is to to recognise and step into our higher self and what's possibly possible for us. So I really, really hope that you enjoyed those eight strategies I want to let you know that I am fully booked at the moment in terms of business coaching, because usually I would love to let you know about some some way that you can work with me. However, if you are curious about hearing what it would be like to work with me, I will probably have at least one spot opening up in a few months time. So reach out to me on the DMs. I'm at Emma underscore Lou underscore Campbell and we can have a chat. I'd love to hear where you're at in your business and what your your biggest challenge is that you're working through right now and I'm more than happy just to start that conversation if you're feeling inspired and sending you all the big juicy love today. I hope you're all so well. I'm sitting here just thinking of you all and sending you all big heart strings of love towards you and um, hoping you have the best day that you've had in a long time. All big love. Ciao. Do you have a friend or family member who you feel is in need of a little bit of spark activating? If you do, then I would love if you shared this podcast episode with them. You know, if there's someone out there in your in your life who you get a sense that they're feeling a little bit lost or a little bit stuck or just needing a little bit of motivation, a little bit of a boost, some something to, you know, set their soul on fire. I would absolutely love if you shared this podcast episode with them in the hope that it sparks something for them, sparks something which might start their journey in a new and interesting and exciting direction. Thank you so much for tuning in with me and I can't wait to connect with you on the next episode. Lots of love.